0: Welcome to another episode from 1001 Radio Days. This one, the Lux radio theater adaptation of the movie To Have and Have Not, featuring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. This action drama involves a charter boat captain named Harry Morgan, who accepts an offer to help transport a couple being pursued by the Nazi-led Vichy government in control of the French island of Martinique. Lux Radio Theater was a top-quality production company with access to Hollywood, and they knew there was a huge demand for radio theater in the days before TV. When the movies came to town in those days, if you missed it, it was gone forever. There was no TV, no Blockbuster, no Netflix, no Internet. Lux Radio Theater gave people a chance to catch a shorter form of the movie, featuring in many instances the same actors that starred in the original movies, and these are acted in front of a live audience no room for errors. You'll hear the audience react unusually with mild laughter to some scenes between Bogart and Bacall as Bogart's attention is diverted to another woman. This laughter due to the fact that the live audience knew Bogart and Bacall were happily married. It's a great adaptation of the movie. Enjoy! Many more to come at 1001 Radio Days.
1: In 1940, following the fall of France, the rule of the new Vichy government stretched to a group of islands due east and south of the tip of Florida, the French West Indies, among them the island of Martinique. It's early evening, at a little town on the Martinique coast, a boat has just come into port.
2: Eddie tie her up that's what
3: I'm doing Harry tie her up good
2: well Mr. Johnson want to go out again in the morning no I'm fed up with this kind of fishing yeah I can see how you would be you hook a couple of marlin that any good fisherman would give his life to tie in when you lose them both
3: yeah Mr. Johnson you're just unlucky shut
2: up Eddie Uh, about my bill Sixteen days plus the rod and reel you lost overboard.
1: The fishing tackle's your risk. Not
2: when you lose it the way you did.
1: I paid for the rent of it every day. Now,
2: look, if you hired a car and ran it over a cliff, you'd have to pay for it. Well, that's entirely different.
3: Not if you was in it. <laughs> that's a good one, eh, Harry?
2: Yeah, that, that's a good one, Eddie. Now, look, I'm not trying to... I lost to... that gear through carelessness. It cost me 275 bucks. Then there's 16 days at 35 a day. That's a total of $835. bucks. i
1: will I'll go to the bank in the morning.
2: I was figuring you'd pay me off tonight.
1: I don't keep cash like that at the hotel.
2: Okay. Well, let's go up and have a drink. Why not? All right, lock up, Eddie. You
3: mean I can't go with you?
2: That's just what I mean. That drunken old fool. Hey, look, Mr. Johnson, Eddie's my worry, see. Now, don't you worry about Eddie. Well, are you coming or not? Yeah, I'm coming. (laughs) Well, monsieur, what luck today? Uh, not so good, Frenchie. Couple of bourbons straight. What are you doing behind the bar, Frenchie?
4: Oh, a small hotel like this, Harry. The proprietor does a little of everything. So, uh, the fish would not bite, eh? Uh, maybe tomorrow you do better, eh?
1: Not me. I'm through. This is my last day. Oh, that's too bad, eh? Yeah. Well, here's to you. I'm going to wash up. Oh, uh, that bill was 800 and. Uh, 835 uh, bucks. 835.
2: Oh, Johnson. Yeah? What time tomorrow morning?
1: Oh, uh, after the bank opens, around 10.30. I'll be waiting. Harry,
4: you are free after today? Uh, No more fishing parties? Why? There are some people who want to hire
2: your boat. No, not a chance.
4: They only want it for one night, Harry. They pay well.
2: Well, I can't afford to get mixed up in politics. I would not speak it if I'm not in port. You better not speak at all. Company's coming. Company?
5: Oh, good evening, mademoiselle. Anybody got a match?
2: Oh, yeah. Here's a match. Thanks. Hey, who's that? She came in on the afternoon plane. Oh. Well, about my boat, I know what your sympathies are, and it's all right <laughs> for you, but I don't want any part of it. They are coming here tonight, Harry, to talk to well, you. Well, then, get word to them. They'd be wasting their time. Oh, I am sorry. Yeah, me too.
4: I've been looking all over. For what's me. doing, Francie? Those men who wanted to see you. I was unable to reach them. Well, tell them when I get here. It is dangerous for them to come here at all, but to come here for nothing.
2: Oh, you don't even listen. Well, I'm looking at my client, Mr. Johnson. What's that dame doing with Johnson? Dame? The one who was out of matches. Oh, oh, oh! She's been with Johnson all evening.
4: Her name is Browning, Marie Browning. Oh, she's leaving.
2: Yeah, so am I. I-
5: Who? Oh, hello.
2: Going someplace?
5: Just to my room, if you don't mind.
2: I don't mind, but mine's much closer. It's right here.
5: Say, mister, what's got into you?
2: Come on, let's have it.
5: Have what?
2: Johnson's wallet. I want that wallet, Slim.
5: I'd rather you wouldn't call me Slim. You see, Steve, I'm a little too skinny to take it kindly.
2: I'll quit the baby talk and hand it over.
5: I didn't know you were a hotel detective.
2: Johnson's my client.
5: He didn't speak so well of you.
2: Well, he's still my client. Here. That's more like it. Johnson owes me money. You know, you ought to pick on somebody to steal from who doesn't owe me money.
5: He dropped his wallet and I picked it up.
2: And you were going to give it back to him?
5: No. No, I wasn't. I don't like him.
2: <clears throat> well, that's a pretty good reason.
5: Besides, I need boat fare to get out of Martinique.
2: That's another good reason.
5: Well, what's in it?
2: Sixty bucks a plane ticket, and $1,400 in traveler's checks.
5: Did you expect more? Well,
2: that owed me 835 bucks. And he said he'd have to go back to the bank tomorrow And all the time he's got a ticket and a plane leaving at daylight.
5: Then I've done you a favor.
2: That's right. Well, I'm entitled to something. See, so, what do you think it's fair? 50-50?
4: Well, or... company. Please, Harry, I told him what you said, but I insisted on... It the... is
2: not Gerard's fault, Mr. Morgan. I, I am Jean Beauclerc. Come in, boys. Close the door. I told Gerard I wasn't interested. Wait a minute. This girl. I'd better go. Oh, stick around. It's all right to talk in front of you. Isn't it slim?
5: Go ahead. I don't mind.
2: We'll give you 2,500 francs. We'd offer you more, but we haven't got it. Sorry, my boat's not available.
6: I thought all Americans were friendly to our side, Monsieur Morgan.
2: Yeah, well, there's a rumor they put fellows on Devil's Island for doing what you're doing. I'm not that friendly hey. to anybody.
3: Hey, hey. Who's that? Relax. In here, Eddie. Hiya, Harry. Say, I wanted to talk to you about the... Hey, who are these guys? I saw them hanging around the dock after you left. For one who
4: drinks, you have a good memory.
3: Hey, drinking don't bother my memory. For did, I wouldn't drink. Forget how good it was. Say, was you ever bit by a dead bee?
4: I have no memory of ever being bitten by any kind of bee.
3: Were you, Eddie? Was I? <laughs> Say, you all all right. You know, you got to be careful of dead bees if you go around barefooted. Because if you step on them, they sting you just as bad as if they's alive. I bet I've been bit a hundred times that way. Why don't you bite them back? That's what Harry always says. (laughs) But I ain't got no stingers. Please, (laughs) must we listen to this? (laughs) All right, Eddie.
2: (laughs) What'd you want?
3: Uh, Huh? Oh, uh, I guess I forgot, Harry.
2: Yeah, well, then I'll see you down at the dock later on tonight.
3: Say, Harry, could you let me have a cup of...
2: Uh,
3: Thanks. You're all right, Harry. Well, so long...
2: Now look, Beauclerc, I don't care who runs France or Martinique or who wants to run it, you'll have to get somebody else's boat. You're leaving? Yeah. Make yourselves at home.
5: Good night, gentlemen.
2: Sorry, Beauclerc, but I got a client waiting downstairs. Come on, Slim, I want to see Johnson's face when you hand him back his wallet.
5: still sitting at the same table.
1: Hey, where you been? I've been looking all over for you.
2: You're a fine one, Morgan, running off with my girl. She's got something she wants to give you, Mr. Johnson. Go ahead, Slim, hand it over.
1: <laughs> That's my... my wallet?
2: Yeah. Where'd you get this? I stole it. Stole it? And just what are you going to do about well, it? The question is, what are you going to do about it?
1: Maybe you'd better look it over. Oh, uh, uh, it's all
2: right, I'm sure. Oh, you better be sure the plane ticket's still there.
1: Goodbye, Mr. Morgan. You're not staying, huh? No, we're not staying.
2: Excuse the interruption, Mr. Uh, Johnson. Now,
1: look, I was going to pay you off. Sure,
2: you were going to sign some of those travelers' checks, weren't you? I wouldn't skip out on you. Yeah, well, here's a pen. Start signing.
1: Uh, 835.
2: That's
5: right,
3: 835. Qu- <laughs> oh, what's that? Oh, what's, that? Oh, what's going on there? Police.
5: let see, those men who are just in your room, they're
2: after me. Pipe down, baby, and duck quick.
4: Harry, he's dead. Mr. Johnson is
2: dead. Yeah, that's right, Frenchy. Stray bullet. He couldn't ride any faster than he could duck. How do you feel, Slim?
5: Oh, I'm fine, Steve, just uh, fine. Not a
2: minute, and those traveler's checks would have been good.
5: Has it struck you it might be an idea to get out of here? Oh, it is no use. The police are coming back. They
2: were after your friends, huh, Beauclerc? Yes. You, Gérard, stay where you are. Remember, you know
4: nothing. Hey, they're, they're not regular cops. No, sûreté Nationale. The Gestapo, huh? Yes, yes, Quiet, not quiet.
2: What happened to this man on the floor?
4: Uh, A stray bullet, monsieur. His name is Johnson, an American.
7: Unfortunate. Take him away. Your attention, everyone. There is no cause for alarm. Inspector Renard is only interested in those persons
2: who have violated regulations. Monsieur Gérard. Yes? Headquarters for questioning. And you? It's not nice to point, lieutenant. The name's Morgan. Shut up. You, mademoiselle.
5: Say, Steve, was you ever bit by a dead bee?
2: You will come with us at once.
6: Hello? No, I told you, nothing new. Beauclair and the others escaped. I don't know. Yes, yes, later. Now then, you were saying, Monsieur Morgan, you did not know those men. That's right, Inspector. What was your connection with the dead man, Monsieur Johnson? He charted my boat. But he was leaving Martinique in the morning, eh? Ah, his wallet here. There is no money in it, only traveler's checks. Yeah,
2: but there was some money
6: in it. Sixty bucks, I took it. Why? Because he owed me over 800. You will surrender it, please. Oh, wait a minute. And your passport. But do not be concerned. If your claim is just, it will be returned. That is all at the moment. Mademoiselle? Yes? Mary Browning, American, age 22. How long have you been in the city?
5: I arrived by plane this afternoon.
6: Residence? Hotel Marquis. Where did you come from? Trinidad. Alone? Yes. Why did you get off here?
5: To buy a new hat. Why? To buy a new hat. Read the label. Maybe you'll believe me then.
6: I never doubted you. It is your tone that is objectionable. I will ask you again.
5: Because I didn't have money enough to go further.
6: Where were you in the shooting occurred? I was in You the... don't have to answer
2: that stuff. Shut up, you. Don't answer I it. I told you to shut up. Go ahead, slap me. Monsieur Morgan, we wish merely to get to the bottom of this well, affair. Well, you never do it by slapping people around. It's bad luck. We shall see. If we need to question you further, you will be at the hotel. Well, you've got my dough and my passport. I'm stuck. By the way, what are your sympathies? Minding my own business. May
6: I suggest. I don't any...
2: need any advice about continuing to do it either. Let's go, Slim. How do you feel?
5: I'm breathing fresh air again, but I don't understand all this. What's it about, Steve?
2: Well, you, you see that character Reynard works for Vichy. Uh, you you know what that is?
5: Yeah, something you put in a drink, isn't it?
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's that's close enough. Well, well, the other fellows, the ones they were shooting at in the hotel, there, they're free French. Most of the people on the island are, but they haven't been able to do much about it.
5: You know, I could use a drink.
2: Well, there's a cafe across the street. Let's. Uh-oh, I forgot. No dough. Those guys cleaned me out, remember?
5: Maybe I can do something about that. Another Mr. Johnson, maybe. Oh, uh, any objections?
2: Well, if you're that thirsty, go ahead. You don't mind? I'll wait out here. If I get tired, I'll be back at the hotel.
5: You're not sore, are you?
2: Oh, why should I be?
3: I won't be long.
5: Come in. You didn't wait for me very long, did you? No. You're sore, aren't you?
2: Why should I be sore?
5: Oh, I didn't behave very well, did I?
2: (laughs) You did all right, I see. You got a bottle.
5: There was a naval officer. I asked for a bottle and he gave it to me.
2: Just like that?
5: Yeah, he was feeling good, but you're not.
2: Now, look, I don't give a...
5: I know, I know. You don't give a hoop what I do. But when I do it, you get sore. After all, you told me to, you know.
2: I told you. Oh, you
5: said go ahead, didn't you?
2: Yeah, that's right. I guess I did.
5: Would you rather I wouldn't do things like that?
2: Oh, why ask me? I'd
5: like to know. All of all the screwy... All right, I won't do it anymore.
2: Now, look, I didn't I say... I know
5: you didn't. Don't worry. I know what I'm doing. Yeah,
2: well, as long as you do, sit down. How long have you been away from home?
5: This is about the time for it, isn't it? The story of my life.
2: Well, I got a pretty fair idea already.
5: Who told you?
2: You did? You did? That slap you took from Reynard, you hardly blinked an eye. It takes practice to be able to do that.
5: The next time I get slapped, I'll be sure to do something about it.
2: Hey, you forgot your bottle.
5: I don't want it.
2: Who's sore now?
5: I am. Who is it? It's me. The door's unlocked.
2: Here's your bottle.
5: I said I didn't want it.
2: You are sore, aren't you? I asked you a question you didn't answer me. I said you're sore, aren't you?
5: Look, I'm tired. I'd like to get some sleep. What's made you so mad? I've been mad ever since I met you.
2: Most people are.
5: One look and you made up your mind just what you wanted to think about me.
2: Go ahead. Keep going.
5: You don't know me at all, Steve. It doesn't work, Steve. I brought that bottle up here to make you feel cheap. And that didn't work either. Instead, I'm the one who feels cheap and I... I've never felt that way before. I, I wanted to... Well, I thought that... Get out of here, will you, before I make a complete fool of myself.
2: How long have you been away from home, Slim?
5: None of... home oh, about six months. Going back? How?
2: Oh, what are you going to do here?
5: I don't know. Get a job, maybe.
2: Jobs are hard to get. Hmm. Nice perfume.
5: Remind you of somebody, Steve?
2: No, this is a brand new one to me. Would you go back if you could?
5: I'd walk if it weren't for all that water. Good night, Steve.
2: Good night. And quit worrying. You'll get back, all right.
5: Could I see you for a minute? What the... Oh. All right. Open the door. Here's that bottle again.
2: Yeah, that uh, (gasps) bottle's getting to be quite a problem, isn't it? Well... You want a drink? No. I thought you were so tired.
5: I am. But you gave me something to think about. You said you might be able to help me. That's right. You're going to take that job with those men Frenchie brought up here?
2: Yeah, if I can find what's left of them. But don't get the idea I'd take that job just to help you. I need money, too.
5: Wait a minute. Here, can you use this?
2: Oh, now, that's great. She carries her dough in her shoe. And I thought you said you were broke. Oh, you're awful good, Slim. I'd walk home if it weren't for all that water.
5: Who was the girl, Steve?
2: Who was what girl?
5: The one who left you with such a high opinion of women. You think I lied to you about this money, don't you? Well, there's $32 here. Not enough for boat fare or any other kind of fare. But you can have it if you want it. I'm sorry.
2: I still say you're awful good and I wouldn't... I
5: know, you wouldn't take anything from anyone. You know, Steve... You're not very hard to figure Only at times Most of the time I know exactly what you're going to say The other times The other times You're just a stinker
2: What'd you kiss me for?
5: I've been wondering whether I'd like it
2: What's the decision?
5: I don't know yet
2: Do you know now?
5: Well, that was better Uh, You're sure you won't change your mind about the money Uh-huh The money belongs to me, and so do my lips. I don't see any difference. Oh, I do. Okay. You know you don't have to act with me, Steve. You don't have to say anything, and you don't have to do anything. Not a thing. Oh, maybe just whistle. You know how to whistle, don't you, Steve? You just put your lips together and blow.
2: You just put your lips together and...
7: stars Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall will return with Act Two of To Have and Have Not in just a moment. Here's your producer, William Keeley.
1: Act Two of To Have and Have Not, starring Humphrey Bogart as Harry Morgan and Lauren Bacall as Marie. Since escaping the Vichy police, Jean Beauclair of the French Underground has been hiding out on the outskirts of town, a bullet wound in his leg. It's early morning now, and Beauclair has two visitors, Gerard, the hotel proprietor, and Harry Morgan. Last night, Mr. Morgan,
2: you definitely refused to have anything to do with us. Why have you changed your mind? I need the money. Last night I didn't. What's the job? You will talk, take your boat to Angela. About three kilometers from the point. the cove and little jetty. Uh, you know it, then? Yeah. You will go at night. When
4: you're off the jetty, flash a light. It will be answered. There will be two people to take aboard. I know the name of only
2: one. Paul de Brissac. Uh, how about landing him back here? Oh, not here. Uh, you know Cape
4: uh, St. Pierre, Harry? Uh-huh. I will have a rowboat and will meet you there offshore.
2: Okay, I'll leave around noon. With luck and no patrol boats, I'll be back at St. Pierre a little after midnight. Oh, I won't be carrying lights, Frenchy, so keep your eyes open. If it weren't for, the, for this leg of mine... I'm glad you're on our side, Morgan. I'm not. I'm getting paid. Oh, uh, and I'd like my money now. There, that envelope. Thanks. How is the leg? Please, I'd feel better if you were on your way. All right, good luck. You need the luck now. You and de Bersac. Oh, that girl, Morgan. The one you call Slim. she's leaving Martinique on the afternoon plane, we can both forget about her.
5: Good morning, Steve. Have some breakfast?
2: I had mine two hours ago.
5: What have you been doing?
2: Arranging so you could get on the afternoon plane. Can you make it? Sure. Frenchie here will see you get the ticket. Uh, Gladly, if you wish.
5: You took that job, didn't you?
2: Yeah. I figured this way you wouldn't get your feet wet.
5: You want me to go, Steve?
2: Yes. I want you to go.
5: Okay.
2: Uh, Help her get on that plane, will you, Frenchie? I will. Well, I've got to get down at the dock. I probably won't see you again. If I ever do get up your way, I'll...
5: Yes, do that. I'll leave my address with Frenchie.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Maybe I'll know how to whistle by then.
5: So long, Mr. Morgan. Well, it was nice while it lasted.
4: Perhaps it is better this way, Miss Browning. A strange man. Very strange.
5: Yeah.
2: Come on out of there before I... Eddie.
3: Put on the gun, Harry. It's just me. How'd
2: you get aboard? I thought I told you to... I
3: sneaked on at the dock while you was working on the engines. If I thought you could swim, I'd dump you overboard. You're an old joker, Harry. You and me has going to stick together when there's trouble.
2: How do you know there's trouble? You can't fool me. Say, where are we going? Eddie, what would you do if somebody took a shot at you?
3: Took a shot at me? With a gun? Who's going to shoot at me?
2: Well, if you're lucky, nobody.
3: Harry, where are we going?
2: I'll tell you when the time comes. Uh, Oh, uh, put on a sweater. It's getting cold.
3: Say, what's going on? What's all the darn
2: guns for? Two rifles and... In case we run into a shock or something.
3: What do you mean, or something?
2: We're going on a job. Can you shoot one of those things?
3: Anybody knows how to handle a rifle. All you gotta do is work the lever and pull the trigger. What do I gotta work a gun for?
2: (laughs) I just wondered if you could
3: Sometimes you act so stupid, Harry. Sometimes... Is it going to be
2: that bad? It all depends.
3: That's why you didn't want to carry me. (laughs) You was afraid I'd get hurt. You was thinking of me. (laughs) What are you laughing at?
2: I was just wondering whether you're going to hold together or not.
3: I'm a good man, Harry. You know I am. Yeah,
2: well, we're going to pick up a couple of guys, Eddie. Now take this gun and get aft. If there's any trouble, start shooting. But don't shoot me.
3: Yeah, but supposing something happens to you. What do I do then?
2: How do I know? You invited yourself on this trip. We'll make an angel in about 30 minutes.
3: There they are, Harry. Standing on the jetty. I see them
7: come out of the shadows.
2: Turn off that flashlight.
7: Yes, monsieur.
2: All right, get aboard. There's a strong tide here.
7: We are coming. Who but, are you, please?
2: Beauclerc sent me. My name's Morgan.
7: It's all right, Hélène. Quickly now.
2: Now, wait a minute, Beauclerc didn't say anything about a woman. Don't meet me, Captain. This is my wife. How do you do? Now, what do you want to bring her? Well, it's your funeral.
7: All right, Eddie, let's get out of here. What happened to Beauclerc, Captain?
2: Well, he ran into a little trouble. Monsieur Morgan, who are you? I own this boat. Beauclair hired me to pick you up. You're on our side? No. I don't understand. Well, I don't understand what kind of a war you guys was fighting. Look, your wives around with you.
8: You're being paid for this.
2: That's what I said.
8: Then I suggest you stop talking and get us to Martinique.
2: That's just where we're going, sister.
3: We'll hit the cape pretty soon, Harry. You want I should store the rifles? I said you want, my sister? Shut up. There you go again. I asked a... Turn the motors off. Huh?
2: Turn them off. anything you hear anything no listen there's a ship out there Patrol boat. take the wheel Eddie
7: why did you shut off your Keep engine quiet
3: what is it it is a patrol boat ain't it
2: hey, give me that gun
3: you can't fight them guys oh
2: what's the matter Eddie this is where you ought to be telling me how good you are
7: well I can do it but what do you want me to do what does this mean monsieur Morgan
2: you and your wife get down on the deck and stay there you'll try to
7: resist them with a rifle they've got a searchlight
3: they see get us down
2: on the deck you save France I'm gonna save my boat
3: Stand by! And I will fire!
2: Harry, get the searchlight. Shoot it out. Well, I can try anyway.
3: You got it, Harry. Hey, you want me to shoot straight Stay
2: too? on that wheel. Full speed, Eddie. All she's got. Hurry. Oh,
3: they're shooting at us. Don't shoot! Don't
2: shoot! Save your breath, mister. They'll run us down. They'll sink us. Yeah, they might. That's a chance we'll have to take. Get down. Duck. Oh,
3: Paul! Paul! Got him, huh?
2: Yeah.
8: Should have laid down down now. Do something. Please, do something.
2: I am, lady. I'm getting us out of here.
3: They're coming in on the cape, Harry.
2: Yeah, yeah. Take over for a while and watch for Frenchy's boat. Well, how's your husband?
8: Please, help me get him on the seat. Now,
2: we'll leave him where he is. It's just his arm. Besides, I don't want him bleeding all over my cushion. How
8: can you be so heartless?
2: That's something I ask myself at least once a day. I will be picking up Gerard any minute. He'll take care of both of you.
8: Where will he take us? I don't know. There he is, Harry.
2: Okay, slow down and watch the drift.
3: Can't I get a drink now? Just one. Sorry,
2: Eddie. I need one worse than you do. Huh. Ah. That all you gotta say? Well, what's the idea, Slim? What happened to that plane? I missed it. Why? Didn't you like the accommodations or did you. I just you...
5: decided to stay.
2: Oh now look well, I've been I'll...
5: to
2: I've been to a lot of trouble to get you out of here and
5: That's why I didn't go. Not sore, are you?
2: Well, it would be all right if I had any dough. But... Oh, I got a
5: refund on the ticket. Here.
2: Oh, that's gonna help a lot.
5: I'll be all right, Steve. I've got a job. Frenchie seems to think I can sing.
2: Well, it's his place.
5: Sometimes you make me so mad I Harry, could... you could what? Harry, Harry, I need your
4: help.
2: The Bursack is badly wounded. Well, the bullet hit the gun first and is practically spent. All you got to do is get somebody to take it out. We don't dare call a doctor. You could... Me? I'm hotter than any doctor right now. Don't you think they recognize my boat? All I got to do is walk out of here. You don't have to go out of here. The Bursac is in the cellar. Oh, why didn't you put him in a goldfish bowl in the lobby? We had to do something.
5: They're watching every road out of town.
2: Well, Slim, you see what you got yourself into, sticking around here?
5: I'm ready to leave any time you want. Oh, Harry, Not please. a
2: chance. Uh,
4: uh Harry, uh, my wife tells me your bill is overdue. 6,356 francs. Oh. You will be glad to dismiss the bill if you will do this for us.
2: You'll, uh, you'll throw her bill in, too, Slim's? Yes, hers, too. Uh-huh. Okay, you'll find a medical kit inside, Slim. Bring it down to the cellar. Sure. And bring some boiling water, too.
8: Get away from him. You're not to touch my husband.
2: That's oh, all right with me. Oh, Harry, please. She's not herself. Now look, lady, uh, they can't get a doctor without giving the whole show away.
4: I won't let you do it.
2: He's not badly hurt. He's unconscious because he's. Oh. Come in, Slim. Hello. Miss Browning's Madame de Boussac.
5: Who are you? Nobody, just another volunteer. What'll I do with this water, Steve?
2: I dropped these instruments in it. you better get out of here, Mrs. Debusac. I mean, I'd like this.
5: I'll be all right.
2: Then hold this can of chloroform. If he comes too while I'm probing, pour some on this cotton and give him a whiff. Uh, don't open it until I tell you to.
5: His arm. Look at it. How can you?
2: Oh, fine. Fine. She's out.
5: Like a light. Uh, madame, madame. No,
2: oh, no, let her alone, Frenchie. Slim, any chloroform left?
5: Some. Enough, maybe.
2: All right, fan those fumes away or we'll all be out. Hey, hey, wait a minute, not towards her. Well, keep your fingers crossed. Let's have that dressing, Frenchie. Uh,
5: here, hurry, uh, here.
2: Bandages? Now, you and Frenchie can do that, adhesive tape in the box. I'm afraid the patient's going to recover. Well, I better get... Mercy, up off the floor. She may catch cold. Oh, she's all right. Just fainted. <sighs> I've got her.
5: What are you trying to do? Guess her weight?
2: Well, oh, she's heftier than you think.
5: Maybe you'd better just look after her husband.
2: He's not going to run out on me.
5: Neither is she. Yeah. You
2: know, when you're finished, go upstairs and get some sleep and thanks for your help.
5: I'd rather stay here.
2: You heard me. Oh, for the love of... Now, what did I do? You know,
4: Harry, before I told Miss Browning you are a very strange man. Now I tell you she is a very strange girl. Yeah. Funny. That is what she said. Yeah.
2: How do you feel now?
8: Very stupid. I'm not in the habit of fainting.
2: And your husband's okay. I just put him to sleep again with a pill.
8: I, I'll i stay here with him.
2: Tell me, uh, why did you tag along on a trip like this?
8: I wanted to be with him.
2: Well, that's no reason.
8: I was also told to come. They said no man was much good if he left someone behind for the Nazis to find and hold.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense.
8: I told them I'd be no good, but I was afraid. Now oh, I've made Paul that way, too. Now oh, he's afraid.
2: Well, he didn't invent it. Invent what? Being afraid.
8: Thank you, Mr. Morgan. Mr. Morgan, I...
2: Uh, you're not going to faint again, are you?
8: No. I'm, I'm just having a hard time trying to say something.
2: Well, I won't bite you.
8: I, I'm sorry for the way I behaved.
2: You're just sorry you made a fool of yourself.
8: You don't make me angry when you say that. I don't think I'll ever be angry again with anything
5: you say.
2: Another screwy dame. Now, how can you... Hello.
5: I hate to break this up, but I thought you'd want something to eat. Thank you. How's the patient, Doctor? Or haven't you looked lately?
2: <laughs> He'll be all right.
5: I hope you have everything you need here, Mrs. Bursack. The eggs may be a little hard boiled. Oh, they're but... fine. I like them that way. You're lucky, isn't she?
2: Well, I'm going up and get some sleep. If you need me, tell Gerard. <laughs>
5: I followed you up
2: here, Steve. Do you mind? Oh, suit yourself. Thanks. For what?
5: I'd like a match. Here. Now I need a cigarette.
2: I'll help yourself.
5: Thank you. Uh, Steve, aren't you hungry?
2: Nope.
5: Let me help you take your shoes off. Look, I'll off.
2: take my own shoes off. All I want to do is get some sleep.
5: Then I'll fix you a nice hot bath. You'll sleep better.
2: Look, Junior, I'm not hungry. I'll take my own shoes off, and I don't want a nice hot bath.
5: You mean there's nothing I can do?
2: Uh-huh. You can get out.
5: You know, Mr. Morgan, you don't make me angry when you say that. I don't think I'll ever be angry again at anything you say. <laughs> How am I doing, Steve? Does it work a second time?
2: Uh, look, you want to do something for me, don't you? Yes. Okay, then, uh, try this. Walk around me.
5: Hmm?
2: No, go ahead, walk around me.
5: I don't get it.
2: You find anything?
5: <laughs> no. No, Steve. There are no strings tied to you. Not yet.
2: What do you mean, not yet? Come here.
5: Hmm, I like that. <laughs> except, uh, except for the beard. Why don't you shave, Steve, and we'll try it again sometime.
2: Harry, Harry! Yeah, Frenchie? He's here, Inspector Renard. You better come right down. Oh, no, not now, Frenchie. I gotta shave. Harry, he's got your men... He's got Eddie. He's got... Eddie? Yes. He's giving whiskey. He's asking questions. Well, I'll be right down then. Oh, Slim, I've got no strings. Only a rope right around my neck.
1: It's a few moments later. In a corner of the hotel bar, Harry Morgan finds Inspector Renard and Sergeant Coy of the Secret Police. Seated between them is Eddie.
6: We are buying your friend a drink, Captain Morgan. We find Mr. Eddie very entertaining when he drinks.
1: You hear
3: that, Harry? He called me mister.
6: Yeah, what were you boys talking about?
3: Yeah, I was telling him about the big marlin you and me hooked onto last night. Oh, yeah. Uh, that fish was so big, that me and Harry could hardly budge him.
2: Yeah, that's right.
3: Must have weighed a thousand pounds.
2: Every time he takes a drink, the fish grows larger. <laughs> well, judging from what's... From what's left in this bottle, he must have started with a macro. And how did you finally manage to land such a great fish? Oh, didn't Eddie tell you? We didn't land him. We ran into a German submarine. Oh? Huh? A German submarine? Well, whatever it was that opened fire on us, I didn't stick around to find out.
6: I do not think anybody could give you a more logical explanation for refusing to obey the challenge of our patrol boat. Patrol
2: boat? Oh, so that's what it was. Now, Eddie kept saying it was a patrol boat, but I wouldn't believe
6: him. Now we get down to business, eh, Morgan? What about your passengers last night?
2: What passengers?
6: The ones you bought over from Angela. Would $500 refresh your memory?
2: Oh, my memory's pretty good. For instance, I can remember you're the guy who lifted my passport and all my cash.
6: And if your passport, the money will return.
2: Including the 835 Johnson owed me?
6: Why not? Now, where are they? Your passengers.
2: Well, if these people are as important as you seem to think they are, they're going to be pretty hard for me to find.
6: For a man of your resourcefulness? (laughs) Not too difficult. Think it over. Let me know, Morgan. Come along, Coyote. Goodbye, Mr. Reddy. See me again when you get thirsty. (laughs) Them
3: guys don't think that I'm wise, do they, Harry? They was trying to get me drunk. They don't know me, do they?
4: Wait, what happened? What did they want? The Bissach. I heard you're arranging a deal. now thinks you will turn him in, eh?
2: Well, that's what you want him to think, isn't it?
4: What will happen?
2: Well, uh, Renard hasn't searched this hotel yet, has he? No, not yet. Well, here's your answer. Renard doesn't want just the Brissac and his wife. He wants the whole setup.
4: And what shall we do?
2: Oh, it's not we. It's you. And you can't do anything until the Basak is strong enough to move. Now, how about some breakfast?
5: Sure,
2: sure. I thought you didn't want any breakfast.
3: Oh, how are you, Slim? I asked you before if you were hungry. Sit down. Hey, you know, Harry, them guys, they were trying to find out something. What do you suppose it is? Well, you don't know? No, I ain't got no idea.
2: Well, that's a good way to leave it. Say, uh, you got
3: the hiccups. Have I, Harry? Oh, yeah. Don't you think you'd better take a drink of water? (laughs) Water? I'm getting out of here. (laughs) And don't you worry none about me, Harry.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, you stay away from the police. You know, they're not going to believe that story you told them a second time.
3: What story was that, Harry? I forgot.
2: Well, just uh, just beat it and keep out of sight.
3: Sure, Harry, sure.
5: Well, I'm starting work tonight, Steve.
2: You're a singer now, huh?
5: I'd be interested to know what you think. Uh, will you be there?
2: I don't know, maybe...
5: decided to drop in, huh? Yeah. I do my song in a few minutes. Like my dress.
2: Well, you won't have to sing much in that outfit.
5: You know, Steve, sometimes you make me so That's mad. That's why
2: I do it. You haven't seen Eddie, have you?
5: Not since noon. Why?
2: Well, he left the boat and he hasn't come back.
5: Anything wrong?
2: Plenty. They don't look now but to the guy with the door has been following me. Keep an eye on him, will you? I'll be down the cellar.
5: Give Mrs. DeVersack my love.
2: I'd give her my own if she had that dress on.
5: How's your patient?
2: That's
4: what I'm going to find out. Oh, it's much better, Harry, you see?
8: There has been no bleeding all afternoon.
2: I am very grateful, monsieur, believe me. Uh, well, you won't need me anymore, de Bussac. Uh, Frenchie, I'm pulling out. Uh, when? As soon as I can find Eddie. Missing? Yeah. You wouldn't go without him? No, I don't think Eddie likes that. Now, look, Frenchy, as soon as I'm gone, Renard's going to turn this place upside down. you better start figuring how and where you're going to move our patient here.
7: It would be best if my wife and I went with you.
2: Oh, I'm still trying to get out of the jam I got into bringing you here. Just why'd you come in the first place?
7: Did you ever hear of Pierre Villemard?
2: Villemar's? Yeah.
7: Hey, he was quite a guy. The Vichy got him, didn't he? Didn't he? He's dead, isn't he? No, monsieur, he's not dead. He's on Devil's Island, they sent me here to get him. He's a man whom an oppressed people will believe in and follow. And just how are you going to get him off Devil's Island? You don't think much of me, do you, Monsieur Morgan? You are right. I am not a brave man. Well, I'd still like to know
2: how you're going to spring Vilmar's.
7: We will find a way. If it fails, if I die, someone else will try again. There always will be someone else. Yeah. Originally, we planned to do everything from here, but now... Because of my clumsiness, it is impossible. That's the reason we have to go with you. They've got the docks covered. They're all over the place.
2: How will you go? They're watching me to find you. As long as I haven't got you along, I can get on my boat. There'll be a fog tonight. I can drift out beyond the breakwater before I start my engines. I'll have trouble enough without you. Harry, if
7: only... No, Morgan is right, Gerard. This is not his fight yet. Oh, Gerard told me of your refusing Renard's offer. How do you know I won't take it? There are many things a man will do, monsieur. But betrayal for a price is not in your makeup. Well, good luck. I hope you find your friend. Thanks. Well, I'll be around, Frenchie. There are a few things I want
2: to talk to you about before I blow. Hey, I'll be up presently. Any sign of Eddie?
5: No. Your friend's still at the door. Yeah,
2: so I see. I've got a hunch the whole thing's gonna blow up and soon.
5: Any plans, Steve? A
2: few. We're gonna pull out of here tonight. We? Yeah. As soon as I can find Eddie, and don't look so happy about it. It'll be rough. I'm broke. If we do get out, it'll be with a couple of hundred gallons of gas and a few francs, just enough to get us to Port au Prince, maybe.
5: I've never been there.
2: I don't know when you'll get back home. It could be a long time.
5: Could be forever. Or is that what you're afraid of? I'm hard to get, Steve. All you have to do is ask me.
2: How long will it take you to. Oh, no. Way to break it up with being watched.
5: I better give out with another song, anyway. I'll see you later on. Yeah, later on. Harry.
4: Harry. She wants
7: to
2: see you, Madame de Burset. Now, look, Frenchie, that's all over.
4: I just took her to your room. You what? Please, Harry. She has to talk to you.
2: Okay. Tell Slim I'm... And I'll come to think of it, don't tell her anything. You shouldn't have come up here. It's too much of a chance. I
8: had to see you. It's about this jewelry. I'd like you to take these. They're all Paul and I have left. Save them until we can come for them. What if
2: they get me before I get out?
8: And throw them overboard. At least they won't have
2: them. Well, suppose I never see you again.
8: Then
5: let it be a part payment for all you've done for us. Miss Browning. I keep barging in, don't I? Renard just came in, Steve. He's on his way up. Did he see her? I don't think so.
2: All right, get in the other room, both of you. Go on, hurry. But suppose he... And keep quiet. As soon as I get rid of Renard, take her back down to the cellar. Okay, Steve. Are you looking for me, Renard?
6: Do you mind if we come in?
2: Ah, no, not at all. And any friends of yours... Shut uh...
6: up. Search him. Keep your hands up,
2: Morgan. Okay, relax. I don't carry guns. And what's on your mind, Renard?
6: The whereabouts of Monsieur and Madame de Bursac. Well,
2: how would I know?
6: Well, I thought perhaps you...
2: Hmm, perfume. Very nice. You like it, huh? Yes. So do I. All right, Slim, come on out.
5: Good evening
6: mademoiselle well now we are all here except your friend mr eddie you've got eddie yes we've got eddie what are you going to do with him oh if you will not give us the information we want perhaps he will we made a mistake this morning of giving him liquor this time we will withhold it oh
2: he couldn't stand that he'd crack wide open all of which you could prevent yeah yeah i could um you got a cigarette slim here Thanks. Can't you make Eddie talk, Renard? When necessary. Uh, Got a match, Slim?
5: Sorry, I...
6: Uh, there's some over in that drawer. You could save your friend a great deal of, uh, shall we say, discomfort.
5: I don't see any matches, Steve.
6: Well, there's a
2: whole box of them. Uh, never mind, I'll, I'll get them. Uh, how much money did you offer me, Renard? 835 and $500, was not it?
6: Except now I don't believe I
2: will pay anything. Yeah. Hey, you're probably right. Eddie will talk. He'll have to talk. There's nothing else I can do but... But what? But this.
6: Look out, he's got the gun! Oh, oh.
2: Sorry, Renard. Coyo shouldn't have shot first. When somebody shoots at you, you got to shoot back. All right, Slim.
5: Yes, Steve.
2: You know, I'd... I'd forgotten all about the gun in the drawer, thanks. Listen to me, Morgan. I've listened to you long enough. Now get him up. You forget we still have that drawer. Drunk- so you were going to drive Eddie nuts, picking on a poor old rummy that never... and slapping girls around. That's right. Go for your gun, Renard. Your boy on the floor needs company. No, Harry, don't, don't. Get the gun, Frenchie. Uh,
4: yes, Harry, yes. Now get
2: over that couch, Renard, both of you. Harry. Don't bother me, Frenchie. I'm getting mad. All right, Madame de Boussac, come on out. Uh, let me introduce you, fellas. This is Madame de Brissac. The other one's down the cellar, her husband. Take her down, Frenchie. Get some help. Are them both ready to leave on the boat, then come back here. Slim, you pack. We're shoving off as soon as we get Eddie out.
6: And just how do you think you will get him out? Shut up!
2: That's a telephone in the hall, Renard. You're going to tell someone to let Eddie out. Oh, yes, you are. One of you. Because you're both going to take a beating until someone gets on that phone. That means one of you is going to take a beating for nothing. I don't care which one it is. But I'd like to start with you, Renard.
6: Where? Where is the phone?
2: I'll, sh- I'll show it here just as soon as you tie up your partner here.
6: Yes, yes you hear me. I said you will release him immediately.
2: Tell him he'll explain later.
6: I will explain it later. Do nothing till you hear from me. Then I'll take the responsibility. Goodbye.
2: Thanks, Renard. Now back to my room. You've got some harbor passes to fill out. Everything is ready, Harry. The a second, Madame. They're waiting. Yeah, we'll take them down to the wharf. Here, these passes will get them through the guards. Where will you take them, Harry? Well, maybe Devil's Island. Huh? What? It was just a short stop to pick up your friend Vilma's. He's still there, isn't he? Oh, Harry, do not joke. Well, that's what you wanted, wasn't it?
4: Oh, Harry, you're so reconnaissant that you did that for my... Well, it's all right. Just just don't kiss me. Oh, now, Harry. Why why are you doing this, Harry?
2: I don't know. Maybe because I like you and... Maybe because I don't like them. Oh, um, you'll have to take care of those guys. Renard and his pal are in my room. We will give you plenty of time. If you let them go, they'll come back here and burn this place down. It will be a very small fire. When Vilmar comes back, we will start a bigger fire. Okay. I'll see you at the boat, Frenchie. Hey,
3: Harry, it's me. It's Eddie. Say, how's everything been going, Harry?
2: Everything is all right now.
3: You look glad to see me. You know, a funny thing. Yeah, uh, I know. Uh, the police station. I've been at the police station. They we're shoving off, Eddie. Ready, Slim?
5: Already. ready. They're down in your cabin.
3: Hey, what is this? She going with us?
2: Yeah, looks like it. She and those people we picked
3: up. But, Harry, you mean... what's she got gonna... to Who are you? Was you ever bit by a dead bee? Uh, was you? Yeah. You know, you
5: gotta be careful of dead bees. They can sting you just as bad as live ones. Especially if they was kind of mad when they got killed.
3: I feel like I was talking to myself. I bet I've been bit a hundred
5: times that way. Why don't you bite him back? I would, only I haven't got a stinger.
3: Now I remember you. You're all right. She can come, Harry. It's okay with me. Uh, Thanks. Now, I'll have the two of you to take care of, won't I? Yeah, that's right,
2: Eddie. Throw
5: off that line. Sure,
3: Harry. All clear.
2: Well, here we go, Slim.
5: Yes, here we go.
2: You don't have to act with me. That's what you said, remember? You don't have to say anything, and you don't have to do anything.
5: Oh, maybe just whistle. You well,
2: know, I've been practicing. Oh? Listen. You feeling happy, Slim? What do
5: you think?
0: Thanks for joining us at 1001 Radio Days. We hope you enjoyed To Have and Have Not. You can catch all our show episodes at 1001storiespodcast.com. This is your host and storyteller, John Hagedorn, and we'll be back soon.